Well, hello, race fans. Welcome to a new edition of the USF Pro Insiders, episode number 41. My name is Rob Howden. It is February 18th, 2023, and we are not far away from getting start, uh, getting started with the brand new season of the USF Pro Championships, formerly, of course, known as the Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. Excited that Cooper Tires, of course, back on board as they have been for many, many years. But again, looking forward to getting at this. A newly rebranded program, kind of expanded in a certain way. Of course, the Indy Next program last year going back underneath the umbrella of the NTT Indy Car Series. Our USF Junior Series getting launched last year uh, using the Ligier chassis. It'll be back for its sophomore program this year but with the brand new Tadis JR23. So much stuff going on. Uh, today's show, obviously, I've got the driver coming back from, la from last year. Looking forward to talking with Jacob Douglas, who runs for Exclusive Autosport. But before we do that, let's kind of do some housekeeping. Uh, Steve Whittick and I sat down back in late January to uh, talk about the season coming up, the 2023 season. We did a bit of a season preview, kind of worked through all the, the uh, drivers and teams. But there's been a lot of stuff that we were kind of waiting on that has landed. So here's a little bit of cleanup, as I said, for some of the most recent announcements. I mentioned USF juniors already, uh, three drivers being announced over the last couple of weeks, Carson Edder, who was at the fall combine with DC Autosport, the California with a lot of off-road experiences jumping into the program. He ran F4 last year as well. So he's confirmed that he'll be in USF juniors and VRD racing, adding a couple of drivers, both Gordon Scully and Jimmy Lockhart confirmed uh, with that team, with Dan Mitchell's team, uh, since we had that preview uh, those drivers, of course, in action at the uh, Academy Winter Series, which we'll talk about that program, uh, essentially dominated by Jacob Douglas, who will be my guest here today. In USF 2000, Elliot Cox, who ran in the USF Juniors program last year, making the move up to USF uh, with Sarah Fisher Hartman Racing Development. So that program uh, moving its way up through the ranks. And of course, last but not least, Salvador de Alba, who was a race winner last year in USF Pro 2000, which was, of course, I'll use this throughout the early part of the season, was Indy Pro 2000 last year, is now USF Pro 2000. Uh, he was uh, signed for exclusive autosports with a Mexican driver with a lot of experience. Race winner last year, as I said, a lot of experience in Mexico in big tin top NASCAR style cars running in the uh, Super Copa series. Uh, this guy's got a lot of experience that I think will be a championship contender coming out of the gate. But as Steve Whittick and I talked about uh, in USF uh, Pro 2000, the field is stacked. We may have 20 drivers in that, in that field, and uh, there is a lot of talent for sure. Jumping now into USF 2000, a lot of talent last year, a lot of it moving on this year, whether it's to Indy Pro or rather USF Pro 2000 or into some other programs, it's going to open the door for some drivers to come to the forefront. And this driver right now is joining me uh, from his, his uh, kind of racing season home base in Indianapolis, Indiana, is Jacob Douglas, 17 years of age out of Christ, Christchurch, New Zealand, but of course his sophomore season in USF 2000 coming up with exclusive autosport. Jacob, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Rob. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, good to have you back. I know you were able to get home for a little bit there. You spent a lot of time, of course, in Indianapolis and running in the program. How good was it to finally get to go home after the season was done? Yeah, it was great getting to your home and like see my family um, and all of that, um, especially being home at summer, kind of missing out on the um, Indianapolis uh, winter, which was kind of nice. <laughs> True. But um, yeah, no, it's great to be back, back in Indy. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the start of the season. So let's uh, kind of recap last year. And of course, this year, Jacob's going to roll in with exclusive autosport. He'll be uh, in the number, are you running the number 90? Is that what it, yep. the yeah, number 90 right. sponsorship from JDM properties, TC performance, cart store and the dot NZ and DP homes. And that Tadis USF 22 last year, of course, ran the whole season 
three top fives. And it was, as I always say, folks, you'll hear me say this ad nauseum. I know I kind of bore people, but we always expect the junior drivers to kind of, the, the rookie drivers to kind of step up Road America on. Jacob, of course, was a perfect example of that. Had a couple, uh, three top fives total uh, near the end of the season. Mid-Ohio, Toronto, and Portland top five finishes. Seven top tens in total. And uh, ended up finishing 12th in the championship last year, jumping up in that mid-second uh, half of the season. Jacob, you look back at, uh, at 2022, and it, again, as we know, it's going to be a big you know run of progress. How much better did you feel in the second half of the season? And was it around Road America that you kind of felt like maybe you started getting a better feel for things? Yeah, definitely. Uh, from Road America onwards, I kind of just felt a bit more at home. Um, I kind of got to grips with everything a bit better. Um, it wasn't so foreign, and um, I kind of could just focus on the driving and myself rather than having to learn everything and the way it all worked. And it's not just learning the cars itself and the way that they, we do things with the USF pro championships. It's, it's the, it's the family that you're with, right? The culture underneath your team and you, you roll in there for, you know, in, in January, February, you're doing testing, you're kind of meeting everybody, you're getting a feel for it. Um, it's gotta be kind of weird, man. Cause, cause again, for, number one, you're over here by yourself with the team. So you're getting what it's like to be living here in the U S but, just to get to know everybody because the exclusive onsort was a big team last year. Yeah. Yeah. We were a big team last year. So um, there was lots of people to meet, but um, yeah, I was super, super thankful to them for um, welcoming, welcoming me and like they did. Um, but yeah, no, there's just so much to learn, you know, like kind of all the stuff you don't think about when you move over, like, you know, learning all the off track stuff, like adjusting to living in a new country. And then, like you said, meeting a, um, a whole bunch of new people as well. Uh, so let, if you go back, if you think about last year, is there, was there one of one, uh, one or two of the races that, that really were kind of turnaround races for you or like, man, I, I got here and it really fired up the momentum that I was able to take through to the end of the season. Um, definitely. I'd say road America race one. I um starting around the back of the field and then drove to PA, which was a great race. Yeah. Um, and I think the best one was, the qualifying at Mid-Ohio. Um, we did great qualifying, qualified P8, um, and then we had a great weekend at Mid-Ohio with, I think, a P5 and a P7 finish, um, and then an unfortunate incident in the other one. But um, that was our first weekend where we were kind of solidly running well inside the top 10. Um, and that was, I think that was the biggest turnaround, and then we took that momentum into the last two rounds of the season. Yeah, I agree. And you could see that happen as you went into the final couple of rounds. You really got in there with a lot more confidence. And of course, we saw what you were able to do uh, at, at the Toronto and, and Portland as well. One of the things I, you know, I, I talked to you and I talked to a lot of the young drivers when they get frustrated early on when they first come into the program and maybe they're not getting the results that they hope for. Uh, I always tell them, I say that I say, hey, listen, do you think next year's you could be today's you? And you're, you know, of course, next year I'll have a full season. And that's the guys you're racing against. This is now your second season. Do you yeah. feel a lot different coming into the program? I, I can tell in all the photos I've seen from you in social media, you've been in the gym, you've put on pounds, you've put on muscle, you're in better shape than you were last year. You're a year older, of course, with more experience. But do you feel radically different coming into the season than you did last year? Yeah, for sure. I just feel so much more confident. Um, like I kind of just know what's going on a lot better. Um, I mean, I'm still nervous, of, um, of course, but like, I kind of know what to expect a little bit and I know what to expect of myself. Um, I know who I'm working with in the team. I know who I'm racing against. Um, and I think that's just the main thing. Like I'm not going into 
like an unfamiliar feeling yeah. or anything like that. You mentioned the people you're working with, and you know we can talk about that all the time. That that the dialogue that you develop with your engineer over the first couple of months, you know, when you're in the states or in the program, now you're back. You're you're with the same engineer for next year. Talk about your engineer and who's going to be working on your car. Yeah, so my engineer is uh, Lou Diagostino. He's um really good. I'm um super thankful to have him for for these two years. Um, we worked really well together, I think, last year, um, and our relationship has just been growing. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do this year. Um, like I said, he's a great engineer and, um, the car, the car's always pretty solid. That's awesome. Um, so again, like you went home, did you get a chance to drive anything when you're home? I know we didn't really talk much about the stuff you've done. Of course, a lot of karting coming up through the ranks, uh, you know, New Zealand karting championships. You won some titles there. You got a chance to, to race abroad at the rock cup, super final event that I've uh, announced a couple of times, which I loved. Uh, back in the you know the 2013 2014 when I was there, you were there quite a bit later. But you got a chance to run over in Europe. You did some obviously some Formula Ford racing, and were very successful in Formula Ford racing in New Zealand before coming over here to run in USF 2000. But did you, did you drive anything? Were you able to get behind the wheel of anything down in New Zealand while you were there? Uh, yeah, so I was doing a bit of go karting, which is um, always great. I love yeah. love going back and doing the karting, um, just seeing all the people I used to race with and stuff. Um, and then I also was driving the old TRS car, um, which was really cool. So we drove that at uh, just my home track in Christchurch. And then we also got a test day in the new uh, TRS car up, uh, up north at Hampton Downs. What do you think of that car? I, I obviously watched that very closely. A bunch of the drivers from the USF Pro Championships were down in that program here. Jacob Abel being one, of course, last year's uh, USF Pro 2000 champion Louis Foster coming in late in the program, or you know, after the first couple of rounds. Uh, what did you think of that car? I know that's a pretty cool program down there. Yeah, no, it's a great car. Um, they run a great program there. Um, I really hope I can race in it next year. But um, yeah, the car is pretty cool. Very fast. Lots of downforce. Um, it's quite a heavy car. But um, yeah, no, it's good fun to drive. Uh, you jump into that, you jump back into your USF 2000 for testing. And also you ran in the Academy Winter Series, the program that Gustavo Jakobin puts down uh, in February. Yeah, it's kind of a back-to-back -back quick little run of a bunch of races, six races in total, Sebring and Homestead. Great opportunity for young drivers to kind of get some wheel-to-wheel -wheel action before coming in to the USF Pro Championships. Um, so, so the USF juniors program ran there, which is, is about three or four seconds slower than the USF 2000 car you ran in. You guys elected to, to jump in there. I know your teammate, Joey Branzo was in that program as well as uh, was uh, Eric Schotten as well. Uh, Schotten rather Eric Schotten. I'll get that right for, for the start of the season. What was the, what was the concept to, to decide to do the Academy program and actually do some wheel to wheel racing? You're not going to run USF juniors this year, but was it just to kind of get back into the real wheel to wheel thing before the season starts? Yeah, exactly. That was the whole idea of it was just to kind of, you know, get the first first couple of races under the belt, um, you know, safety car restarts, uh, race starts. Like I never led um, a, a race start or a safety car restart over here before. So now I have. Um, it's just kind of, say I was leading in St. Pete, you know, you don't want that to be your first time, yeah. especially yeah. there, you know, so we've kind of checked that off the um, off the list now. Um, and then obviously, yeah, just getting warmed up for the wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing. Like I remember last year in St. Pete, I hadn't raced anything in about nine, 10 months. Like I'd obviously driven a lot, but just no racing. And I felt yeah. quite, quite rusty. And it's something you don't think about. I think like you think like, oh yeah, looking forward to getting into it, which you always are. But then you kind of, you just don't feel quite 
as ready as you would have, you would have hoped. Yeah, I, that's I can agree with that for sure. I can just imagine you going into St. Petersburg, you haven't driven in a while, and you roll down into turn number one, which is one of the most infamous turn ones of all our entire program in the IndyCar program and USF Pro Championships. It's so wide. But, yeah, you got a chance to get wheel to wheel. I think what you mentioned there was very interesting is that, you know, you haven't had a chance in our program to run up front in terms of leading races, right? Leading laps, leading to a green flag or a restart. Uh, you were developing, as you said, we got into the top five last year, three times, but in your mindset right now, seeing that you're one of the, yeah, I think you're the top returning driver. It's, it's time to go to work and potentially win some races this year, right? Yeah, for sure. That's our goal is to go out there and challenge for the championship. Um, yeah, I know that, I know that we can have the pace cause, um, the, the team's great. The car's great. Um, and then hopefully I can put it together and, um, and yeah, we can go out there and challenge for some wins and stuff. I think you know, we talked about the different mindset. How this particular, let's, let's put this way: the start of this, this year for for USF 2000 and and uh, and USF Pro 2000 is always a tough one because it's St. Petersburg, right? Yeah, we could start at a track with the schedule worked out where you have more runoff, whatever it may be. But you know, we race with the NTT IndyCar Series; it's their first round, so it's our first round as well. So daunting for young rookie drivers to come into what I, I refer to as the concrete canyon because you're just ri- driving between the walls and the and the fences. Um, how much different do you feel going into it this year, having already been there, experienced at one time? Um, I was really excited last year, but very nervous, very, very nervous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this year I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad that we only have one practice. Um, you know, we only have one qualifying as well. So um, I think that's going to be an advantage for us this year. Like you said, I'm the top returning driver. So lots of the rookies, they don't know the track. So um, I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend for us, I hope, because we can kind of use that to our to our advantage. Was there one of the tracks last year that you're really looking forward to going back to that maybe, uh, maybe number one, you're really, really good at? Like, man, I can't wait to go back there because I was fast. So I'm, I know I'm going to challenge for the win. Or is there a track maybe I never got a really good feel for it until the very, very, the very end of the weekend, and I want I want another shot at it, that kind of thing? Um, yeah, there's a few. I mean, I really, I'm looking forward to going back to Toronto. That place was great. Um but yeah, we had a great week in there. And then in terms of um, somewhere I didn't do too good, probably um, probably IMS and Road America um, would be the two because right. they're, they're two cool tracks. Um, and I mean, IMS is such an iconic place. So it'd be great to go there and um, have a great weekend or even the, the Oval actually, because I'd say that was probably our toughest weekend for sure last year. Um just so much new stuff going on. Never done an oval, and I was, yeah. um, yeah, we had a, we had a tough one, but um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to going back there and um, yeah, kind of hopefully redeeming ourselves a little bit. Let's touch on the those two there because essentially it's the month of May, and, and again, it's that early part before you get to that Road America. I always say it's kind of that turning point where the young drivers get a good feel for the everything and, and they can kind of step up. And and, and Road America is a wide open racetrack; you can grip it and rip it. You're not worried about the walls. You're really like letting the car flow you let the, the legs stretch on the engine and, and it's a great track to be on i love that track i've driven it many times but the month of may is different you talk about the indianapolis motor speedway running the road course there obviously you know getting a chance to run indy indy anytime is amazing even just even just driving in there for me it's amazing to be on the pa there it's crazy but it's, it was early in your development last year right it was so early in the season for, for you guys you've got to feel like you're going to come back with so much more experience you're going to be looking for way different results than you had last year yeah for sure um yeah the place is so cool like it's probably 
easily the nicest facility I've ever been to. Um, and yeah, like you said, just even driving in um, and just being there is just is so is such a cool feeling. Um, yeah, like we struggled there last year, but then uh, in the postseason test for the full combine, we had a we had a decent test, I'd say. And the first day, we were top five in all three sessions. Um, so I think just the whole experience thing, like you said, you know, like I was kind of going into that. I was thinking like, you know, there's a track I got to work on, but instantly we were we were on the pace. And I think it's just experience, confidence and like and all of that stuff. Yeah, then we go to uh, the Carb Night Classic on Friday night. You go to IRP, Indianapolis Raceway Park. I always, I always love the kind of look on the driver's face, especially those who have never done any kind of oval racing whatsoever. That's obviously something super brand new to be able to run that track uh, of the Freedom 75, that 75 lapper there. Uh, you've done one. So you've got one in the books right now. Now you come back, it's, it's you know what to expect, right? Obviously, you'll be able to get better feedback likely to Lou when you're talking about getting that car dialed in the way you want. Although Exclusive Autosports had a lot of success at that race winning uh, before with a number of different drivers. Uh, going back this year, are you excited? Did you enjoy the oval oval component of the of the series? Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it. It's hard. I'm I'm one of those drivers. I will, that spit, kinda... I will, I will spit up my water there. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the honesty. That's good. Yeah, um, I'm kind of one of those drivers that you could ask me. Last year at Road America, did I like the track? And I'd say no. And then see, I go and win there next year, and I'll this year rather, and I'll tell you it's my favorite track. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I kind of just like Chrome faster. So it was a, it was a hard weekend, but I mean, you have to learn and that's the best way is just kind of just jumping in the deep end. And that was our biggest thing last year was we had a, had a few different options of what we could have done, but everyone kind of just told us, you know, like USF's USF is where it, where it's at, at the end of the day. And um, that's where you want to be. And um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a tough one and that was a tough weekend, but I'm looking forward to going back and um yeah, kind of hopefully, yeah, redeeming myself a little bit. Well, the tough weekends make you stronger, Jacob. That's all right. You, you learn more from your failures than you do your successes, they say, right? So you probably learned a lot there. Let's kind of wrap things up a little bit. Let's, let's talk about how much you've approached this season, maybe a little bit differently. I mentioned earlier, I could see your physicality. You've been in the gym quite a, bu- uh, quite a bit. Talk a little bit about that. It seems like you're, you're really taking that fitness thing more seriously on the one side. And it happens all the time. We see it all. You know, Every time a driver moves up, they realize the car is harder to drive you've really kind of dove into the physical side of it to make sure you're in the in the best shape you possibly can be. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I live in Indy and there's not a whole lot to do. So um, I like, I, I train a lot. Um, but I mean, there's no disadvantage to, to being as strong and as fit as you can be. Um, you know, if it's going to give me a little bit at the end of a race, then, um, then I'll take it. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, working with Chris G recently who I believe you do as well. I do, so, yeah, yeah. You're with Chris. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris Jamara. That's awesome. Yeah, he's um, really cool. He is. He's a racer, ex-racer himself. Uh, yeah, I got. he worked with me to get me ready for the Super Nationals, and we're going to be working together throughout the year, too. So that's good. I didn't know that. That's awesome. So let's let's give you opportunity, obviously, to do this. We know it takes a lot of people, right? It takes partners, investors, whatever it may be, to be able to run at this level because it's it, it costs money to get into any kind of program like this. So who do you have on board? Give me a, Give me a little run through for the sponsors that you have, the people that make this possible for you? Um, at the moment, DP Homes is a big one. Um, unfortunately, that's my dad's company. But um, All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, they they do a lot for my racing. I'm, um, yeah, very grateful for all of that. 
Um, yeah, TC performance helps me out uh, off on and off the track. Um, so that's Tiff's management company. Um, yeah, and yeah, so JDM Properties is a um, is a company started by my my parents that is kind of designed to help um, fund my racing career. So you can invest into into JDM Properties um, and you invest in like a development of a house and um then the profit uh four to eight percent of the return goes to you um and then the rest goes to my racing so you make money back on what you invest and you're also helping helping myself out i like that that's an interesting approach to it for sure all right, so we go into the uh, we go into the, the, the 2023 season. St. Petersburg out of the gate. We have spring training coming up in just over a, just what uh, just over a week's time. I guess you're on track in about uh, eight days. Um, what are your thoughts? Do, 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 we, do we predict race wins? Do we predict the run at the championship? Do you feel pretty confident moving into this program? Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but I just want to focus on doing my best. I think that was something at the start of last year that I could have done better was focus on myself and just, you know, make sure I was doing the best job I could have and not, not focus on what other people were thinking or where other people were on track and, and all of that. So I just want to go out there, make sure I'm doing the best job I can and, you know, work hard with the team and, you know, make sure we're all doing the best job we can. And I'm sure if we do that, then we'll, um, we'll be challenging up the front. Yeah, I have no doubt about it either. I really enjoyed watching you develop throughout the 2022 season. I think you're going to have a really good one here as well. Of course, Exclusive Autosport, a very strong team, as we know. Uh, last but not least, uh, Jake, if people are going to want to follow you on social media, that's, of course, where you put a lot of your stuff out on. You know, They can follow the team, of course, Exclusive Autosport. What are your cha- handles? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Do you do all three? Or let us know what you do just so people can follow along. Uh, yeah, so my Instagram is just Jacob Douglas Motorsport. Um and then same with my Facebook, my Twitter. I don't think I have, I think I've got a Twitter. I'm not too sure what the name is. Unfortunately, I probably should start. It's not very active is what you're saying. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. You should start Twitter. That's a good place it's, to put a lot of stuff for sure. But anyways, yeah. Hey, listen, thank you for taking the time uh, out of a Saturday morning to chat with me. I know that we'll see you in just over a week's time down in Sebring. Look forward to getting the season underway, but uh, again, congrats on last year. Congrats on the Academy uh, winter series championship, five wins in six races, kind of dominated that one to, to, to get off to a pretty positive start. Right. Yeah, no, it was great going there and getting some confidence uh, heading into the season opener. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to carrying that momentum through. Folks, we're on the racetrack uh, not long from now, a couple of weeks away from getting things underway at the Grand Prix of St. Petersburg and the USF Pro Championships. will be there with USF 2000 and the USF Pro 2000 categories. And the, the fields are packed. There'll be probably 20 drivers, I believe 20 cars in both of the series, right around that, anywhere between 19 and 21. There could be more in USF 2000. But the driver we talked to here today, Jacob Douglas, just 17 years of age out of Christchurch, New Zealand. Definitely a championship contender after a strong run last year that ended up, as I had said, with uh, three top five finishes, 12th in the championship. And I think a lot better than that championship really would have played out to be. So, again, we thank uh, Jacob for joining us. And thank you, folks, for tuning into this edition of the USF Pro Insider. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic season, of course. All live coverage on the USF Pro Championships TV program. We'll have uh, live of all the sessions at uh, St. Petersburg and lots more podcasts to come throughout the season here. Uh, thank you, folks, for tuning in. I do appreciate it. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.